right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean, the Irishman King. Hey everybody, how's it going? That was... Why'd you change it? What, what happened? I don't know. What, what are you doing? I don't like it. It was only slightly different. No, it's not. It's always, what's up, everybody? All right. What's up, everybody? There we go. There <laughs> we go. Let's start this off right, damn it. We I feel like I should this. say more. You say so much in the beginning, and then I pretty much just say hi. I know. I do all the heavy lifting. I know. That's all right. I added a couple extra words, and you didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. it. I don't like change. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not fond of it. But that's okay. That's okay, Sean. Man, this is exciting. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm excited because we got another Avengers Infinity War trailer. I thought you were gonna say that you're excited because our our studio is pretty much done. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna save that. I was gonna uh, people will find out soon enough. But yes, <laughs> the studio is is done, man. We're here. We're in the yeah. studio. We're live in the stew, making it happen for the first time. It's pretty fucking badass, man. Yeah, pretty pretty solid. No, so I am excited about that too. <laughs> but what I'm as equally excited for. Is this Avengers Infinity War trailer? So I mentioned in I think it was the last episode I don't remember, but um, that I had heard that the Russo brothers. So I I guess I don't know how trailers work, but I guess they're not always um, like the directors don't always have control over the trailers. They they like give it to like some other trailer team, I guess, and then they like make the trailers or whatever and just put it out they just give them select footage and they're like here make trailers out of it right um but i had mentioned that they that the rumor was that they had only provided like the first 10 minutes of the movie as footage to make the trailer i was misworded in that so i think the rumor actually is they only gave the trailer people 10 minutes of footage to make trailers out of so out of so we know now for sure that the runtime for avengers endgame is going to be three hours and two minutes it's two minutes too long no i'm just <laughs> that's two minutes not long enough if you ask me <laughs> god damn it i'm super stoked for that i i was i wanted the last avengers like you know what i remember sitting in the first avengers premiere right the very first avengers and I remember thinking to myself, like, once we got into it, I was like, man, I hope this movie doesn't end. Like, I would have been perfectly okay if that first one, that very first one was three hours long. So the fact that this one's three hours long, I'm just so fucking excited. <laughs> and the fact that we've only seen, and I mean, you could tell from the trailers, like a lot of the trailers, we've gotten, what, three trailers? We got the initial teaser, we got the second one, and then we got this one, which they're calling a special look. Um, this is the most new footage we've gotten but even throughout them like we still see repeats of the same scenes like over and over we even get uh old scenes too yeah and i think it's because they were trying to fill time like all the trailers have only been like a minute long like, right you notice that that's crazy 
Um, I like that they're doing this now because I feel like this was a problem with Marvel in the beginning is they show too much. Show way too much. Do you remember Avengers uh, Age of Ultron? Yeah, we pretty much saw that we whole saw movie. The, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we saw all the best scenes as clips and trailers and stuff. And by the time the movie came out, it was like, we saw this. We, we saw, saw the filler scenes. Is yeah, we're missing. <laughs> we saw almost the whole Hulkbuster versus Hulk fight in a clip. Yeah. And I mean, there was more to it, but we saw a good chunk of it released before the movie and i just yeah it was ridiculous so it's nice yeah it's so nice that they're just like not only are they like you know no spoilers we're we're not gonna give you that much they're like hey man you get 10 minutes that's it figure out what you want to do with it because that's all we're giving you and the fact that this movie is three hours long and we've only seen like eight to ten minutes of it fucking great yeah i love it you know they they uh i feel like they even they still showed us too much do you yeah yeah like i didn't need to see that pepper potts and tony stark do get to see each other at one point in the movie yeah you're pepper right Potts could have been dead she could have been dead she could have been dead or you know there was theories going around that she was going to be the one to save them from, from space because at one point in the comic books pepper potts um she becomes rescue which is she has an Iron Man suit, but it, it has no weaponry. It's designed specifically just for, like, rescuing people. In space? Not necessarily in space, but just, like, in general, from, like, natural disasters and shit like that. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people were thinking that that might be the case, especially because in Iron Man 3, we saw her, you know, wear a suit. And she, she kind of used it, but not really. But at least we know she could wear one. So, I don't know. But... Let's I mean, I guess that could still happen. Yeah, it definitely could. You're right. So let, let, let's let's go through this trailer. All right. All right. Um, so that's st- that stuck out to you, right? Yeah, that stuck out to me. Yeah, Sam Pepper Potts. That yeah. stuck out to me too. The handshake between Iron Man and that is the arguably the biggest part of the trailer. That was like, wow, okay. And the the dialogue exchange. She's she's like, you know, Tony Stark's like, do you trust me? And Captain America's like, yeah. And they shake hands and it's like... And then he uh, showed him a whole new world. <laughs> I know. They went to space. Dude, well, that I, is... Did you get that? I was doing Aladdin there. Did you get I, that? No, I, I right. got it. Relax. just wanted to make sure. I, the Aladdin movie's coming out. Will Smith's the genie. It's a whole big thing. I get it. <laughs> I get it. All right? I mean, I was it's all quoting Disney, the movie we had already, but you, you can know, you can talk about the new Disney movie coming out. That's it all, fine. It all flowed. It was all like a, a, a sweet magic carpet ride. I got it. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was a big moment, man. I saw I saw um like a meme that was like it was the scene. It was two it was a shot of the scene and it was like, you know, Tony Stark acts like, Do you trust me? And then Captain America says no instead. And then at the bottom, it had the logo for Civil War Two, And I was like, <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Civil War Two. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that'd be pretty cool. But obviously, we're not getting that. We're getting Avengers Endgame. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let's, let's, so, we get that. That was a big moment. Uh, we don't get... I mean, we don't get a lot still. Like, there's still like we we see Pepper Potts, which is probably a big thing, right? We see that Tony and Captain America are gonna work together again, which we we already knew from like the last trailer when they were all walking together. So that wasn't like a big surprise. But 
it was cool to see that they're like, no, this is, we we have to do this. Like this is, yeah. it, you know, um, this is bigger than our disagreement. And yeah. let's put everything aside and try to win back 50% of everything. Definitely. Definitely. Did you, and it, it, one scene actually in particular caught my, caught my eye just because we've seen it before, but it, it was slightly different in this trailer. So we, we, the scene where Thor standing there and he calls Stormbreaker to him and Captain Marvel standing in front of him and it like whooshes past her. Right. It seems like we got to see more of the axe this time. Like it, it looked different from the previous time where we've seen it, where it seems like he catches it and puts it down right away. Where this one, it seems like he catches it, kind of holds on to it. And we really get to see like the full size of the hammer next to her head. I don't yeah. know. Did you know? I, Maybe it was just me. I don't think I thought much of it. Oh, okay. Part. I I feel like it's, it's something. I just, I don't have the... I feel like he's just there like, hey. Yeah. Look at my axe. Yeah. But she's seen plenty of those, man. Like, she's been traveling through space, fucking battling all types of nonsense. Like, I'd imagine at this point she's probably like, look, dude, I've been doing this since you were fucking... In that baby red cape, all right, buddy. Like, <laughs> calm down. I, I mean, Thor's been fighting in wars and battles for like hundreds of years. I guess that's true. But still, I guess if you, if you, anything, he can say that to her. Yeah. If you had been traveling through space with Captain Marvel's powers, do you think you'd be surprised by a flying axe hammer? And you've been doing this no, for like I feel like <laughs> twenty years. Maybe it's like one of those things where like, you know, dudes have really big trucks. And uh, they try to show it off. Yeah. That's what he's doing there. He's yeah, like, check out my like, really big X. Yeah, she's just like, eh, I'm not impressed. Yep. It's like, okay, all right, I like you then. You know what? You didn't even <laughs> fucking flinch. Big old hammer axe flew by your head and you were just like, Yeah. You just smirked at me. Okay, I like you. <laughs> We saw a scene where Rocket and um, Nebula were sitting together, and it seemed like Rocket hands. was like, yeah. So that seems like that's going to be some emotional stuff. Yeah. Rockets they were like, we're the only Guardians of the Galaxy characters pretty left. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this we got to stick together. <laughs> this is a weird-ass team. Like, they show the one scene where most of them stands up together. It's a weird fucking team. <laughs> you got Hawkeye, Ant-Man, War Machine, Captain America, Iron Man, Nebula, Rocket, Thor, Captain Marvel. Oh, Scarlet Witch. Not Scarlet Witch. Scarlet, Black Widow. Did you say Hulk? Oh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Hulk. Which we still haven't seen any Hulk. I don't think we're going to see. I think this is it. Like, I don't think they're going to show us anything else until the movie comes out. Yeah. I think this was the last one to be like, hey, this shit's going to be fucking legit. Buy your tickets now because they don't sell. Yeah, probably. Did you buy your ticket? No, no, not me. Me either. Not yet. <laughs> you get it Friday. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, the I feel like the team makes sense with some of them, and then they just have a few random extra people. That's weird. Because they yeah. still do have the original Avengers team. Yeah, we got the core Avengers team, and then we just got a couple extras. Are we missing any of the core Avengers? No, not no. at all. That's crazy, right? I mean, that was my first observation. I was like, I noticed none of the original Avengers turned into the dust. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I noticed that as well. Man, really? They could have did one of them. They should have did at least nah, one. No, I don't think I like that. No? Okay. I feel like, enough. you know what? I think it would be more cool if they took 
everybody except for the original Avengers out. Mm. I like I like the 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 kind of scragglers that they have. You know what I mean? Because there's such a like. Okay, so if we take out the core Avengers and say we just put that like we just got the B team, right? All right. You got War Machine, Ant Man, Nebula, Rocket, and Captain Marvel. It's a weird ass team. It's true. That is a weird team. They got a powerhouse. Yeah. They got a. War Machine isn't like a tech genius, though. I guess Rocket uh, would be more so the replacement of Tony Stark. It's weird because Rocket would be more like War a, Machine's the soldier, then. Oh, yeah. I guess, uh, good point. Okay. Who's. What oh, is, what is that? Yeah, what's Ant Man? Ant Man's soldier's Ant Man. Yeah, he's just a secret weapon. And then. Who else is left? Nebula. Black Widow, I guess. I guess. But she doesn't use guns. She just has robotic parts. I feel like we're trying really hard to find a parallel or there we might are, not yeah, one. There's me. no parallel. It's just it is what it is. Fair enough. Uh what 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 else did we get? What's um what do you what do you think's going on with Hawkeye, man? He's got the got the crazy haircut. He's got a whole tattoo sleeve. Seen- <laughs> I was not expecting that. Have you seen the meme? Where it was like, what happens when your hairdresser disappears in the middle of your haircut? And no. it's like, <laughs> that's just I love it. Yeah. I love that explanation. Because, <laughs> like, okay, clearly, okay, so something happened. His family is probably gone, right? He probably right. lost his whole family. But what, what possessed him to just shave the sides of his head? You know, there's the whole theory that the Hawkeye we've been seeing is really just a scrawl, and this is the real Hawkeye. Really? Yeah. I don't like it. I just <laughs> want to be the real Hawkeye. I don't know. But he has a tattoo as well. He could have had that tattoo the whole time. Nah, he didn't have that tattoo the whole time. The first trailer, when he's teaching his daughter to shoot arrows, he didn't have that tattoo. He's got Where did he sleeves. get the tattoo? 50% of the population still there. You think all the tattoo artists are no, gone? No, I'm just saying, but like what tattoo artist now has the 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 gusto to be like, eh, well, we lost half of the world. I guess half the tattoo artists are gone now too, so let me just Hold ramp on. up my business. Hold on. Are you thinking that everybody that exists just stopped working? That's what it seems like. No, 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 no. People continue to work. They worked... And now they have double the resources. People right now, they're doing great. They're flourishing. Thanos' <laughs> plan worked. I mean, I have to admit, I feel like we're going to see that Thanos is, like, to a point, his plan probably worked. Yeah. Oh, People no are flu- I mean, he even said, like, the where he just went and killed half the population on planets by just shooting them. It worked for them. It was yeah. terrible. Probably a little messed up mentally. Right. But there's no way. I mean, how could you stop working? You probably stopped working for a little bit. But I have to. I feel like a good chunk of time has gone by. Yeah. How much time do you think has gone by since it happened? The decimation is what they call it. I want to say like a year. Like a year? Yeah. I think okay. like a whole year has gone by. A year. Yeah, I can see that. I can see a year. Yeah. Because you're right. They do. They talk about how everybody else has moved on. And they should, but they're like, we, we can't because this was like, not 
they were responsible, but they were like the only ones who could stop it. And they didn't, they fucking lost. And it's like, yeah, everybody else should move on, but we can't move on. Like we gotta, we gotta do something. How it's so hard, man, because like I said, there's so little we've seen, but the movie is going to be so fucking long. So we see, we knew they were all going to space, but we actually see them on the ship this time, like taking off. Right. How far into the movie do you think that is? So let's lay out what we know. We know that Tony Stark and Nebula are going to be on that ship, right? Floating through space. We know that Tony Stark's going to rally and he's going to try to build a new ship or not a new ship, a suit or something to get them off of that, off of that ship. We know that Captain America has been going to like some kind of therapy group session. We know that Black Widow has been long enough where her short bob haircut has grown down to like almost as uh, regular length. And it's like pushed all the blonde to the bottom and it's red again. We know that Hawkeye had enough time to get a tattoo sleeve, which takes months, <laughs> by the way. Like that doesn't just happen in one sitting. Like it's like four, six hour sessions. Just so you're aware. Could have done four days. No, 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 no. That's not how it works, homie. When you get a tattoo, let me explain something to oh you. My God. When you get a tattoo, especially if you're getting a sleeve and it's all one joint image. First of all, a tattoo artist can only tattoo for so long before he's like, I'm tired, right? Second. This didn't even seem like it was, you can, it was no, all black. This is there wasn't even colors in it. This is real. Second, you can only take so much pain before you got to stop, right? This is motherfucking Hawkeye. I know who he is. I'm just saying. He can handle the he's pain. He's still a human being. He's going against Ultron. He's no going against Loki. Is, no tattoo artist is tattooing you for 24 hours straight. Like, each quarter of your arm takes about six hours. Did you see the detail in that It could tattoo? have been six days. It has to heal. That's what I'm saying. You do one session. Well, you my got, coworker you just got like his whole chest tattooed. It happened one day. Yeah, that's a chest. I'm talking about a sleeve. I'm talking about an entire arm. It just went like around his shoulder. I don't, stop it. It how did. Long, how long did he sit in the chair? Do you remember? I, did he, I tell he didn't tell me. I know it happened in one day. Next time you talk to him, ask him how long I that will tattoo ask him took. tomorrow. <laughs> because my tattoo, which is relatively small, took two hours. And it took two weeks to heal. So when you get a sleeve, you go section by section. They cut your arms into four sections. And then you get that section done. And then it has to heal for like two weeks. And then you go back and you get the next section done. And then it heals. And you keep going until you're done. Have we seen Hawkeye with short sleeves before this point? Yes. You can say that 100%. Yeah. In Avengers, the first Avengers, he's on the building with no sleeves. Hawkeye never wears sleeves. You can see all the way up to his shoulder. Dude, it doesn't matter. His it, whole it arm matter. is tattooed. No, it doesn't matter. Because his he whole could have, arm is tattooed. He could have had to his elbow already. Stop it. First, I'm looking up a goddamn... You, you, yeah, you look up a picture. You're maddening. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just saying Dude, this is possible, and he, finding the pager is impossible from our never, last episode. Just to continue that going, <laughs> we didn't. There was impossible from the finding Fury's pager, and it's completely possible. Dude, there's six no days in a row. Way he yeah. got that tattoo. That I, I, I can't think of a time that I've seen his shoulders before. Look at this, completely, completely sleeveless. It's the other arm. No, it's not. It's th that's the left. There's no way, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> Stop it. Look, here's the left. All right. No, fine. No, then this fine. is this isn't even this is a fucking this is Age of Ultron. No, actually, cat. you know what though? It's to be fair. What do you think he was doing while the whole Infinity War movie was happening? We didn't even see him at all. We don't so know. He thought he was just getting tatted. He could just be getting a tattoo. I, okay, I can, I can, I'll buy that one. <laughs> I'll buy that argument because you're right. We didn't see him the whole time. Maybe while he was on house arrest, he was like, "Shit, I don't have anything better to do. Maybe I'll get a cool new tattoo and yeah, edge it up and get a new hairdo or you know, something." Maybe he did it himself. Just. Heated up an arrow. Yeah, now no. Got some ink. You're really stretching it now. He's a talented man, but I don't think he's that talented. Anyway, that was. Have you heard him sing on Jimmy Fallon? I did. It was great. I loved it. (laughs) Jimmy Jeremy Renner, man, he's a man of many talents. Tattooing, it's not one of them. I'm I'm saying you don't know for sure. Either look, Hawkeye has a tattoo. Where he got the tattoo. How he got that t- the tattoo and how long it took, we don't know. Hopefully, the movie will shed some light on that. If they leave that hanging, I'm gonna be real fucking upset because <laughs> I want to know how he got the tattoo. Would that ruin the whole movie for you? It wouldn't ruin the whole movie, but it'd put a real damper on it. I gotta say, <laughs> I really want to know where that tattoo came from. I'm telling you, he did it himself with an arrow. I was so while curious. About the hairdo at first, but I'm now even more curious about the tattoo. This is just the first time we've seen Hawkeye. It's been a scroll this whole time. I know. I'll be okay with that. I'd be so annoyed if they did that. What if he was a scroll? A scroll? Yeah, that'd be the worst. Yeah. I don't want any of them to be scrolls. To be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want them to be scrolls, and I really don't want any time travel. I'm just gonna say that now. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be disappointed on this one there's of these things. T- there's gotta be time travel. At least that doesn't little have bit. to be time travel. They can go. Everybody could be stuck in the Soul Stone. Yeah. They can go get them out of the Soul Stone. You like that better than time? Because time travel changes everything. Yeah, that's true. And this thing goes back the point, though? to the Battle of Thanos. But that wouldn't make sense. Why would you do that? You would have to go back all the way up to like you can go all the way back to Captain America one. And then you change everything. That's okay. You honestly, that's honestly one of the issues I have with the X-Men franchise is Days of Future Past just pretty much changed the three movies we have. That's true. That's true. But they did it in such a shitty way. Do you think the MCU could do it better? Both of them are just going to be time travel. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fair enough. I don't know, man. That's, that's a whole nother like we could talk a whole hour about what's gonna happen. Oh, we definitely can. So we'll just keep moving forward in the trailer. I'm sure there's some other details that I can't think of at the moment, even though I watched this trailer at least 16 times. But didn't this trailer just come out? Yeah, dude. What do you mean? It's, 16 times. It's like 60 seconds. So you long. can watch a trailer 16 times. <laughs> But Hawkeye can't get a tattoo in six days. It's a 60 <laughs> seconds long. It's not a six-hour tattoo set. Look, we're not going to have this argument again. <laughs> the fucking tattoo, man. We need to know. We need to know. I feel anyway. like out of all the reviews and everything going on, we're probably the only people that are going to review this trailer and talk this and much talk about, about the tattoo. tattoo. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> We should see how many Easter egg videos mentions that tattoo. There's got to be something to that tattoo, right? 
Maybe like, just I'm watch sure, the tattoo. I'm sure someone has paused it and blew it up and like fucking analyzed it. Like maybe it's his daughter's names or his wife's name or some kind of weird Hawkeye symbolism. Maybe it's tattooed, you know, bows and arrows tattooed on his arm. There's something to this tattoo. It's driving me crazy. I feel like we should look at another picture of it. Maybe we should. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that later. We'll do a bonus segment at the end of <laughs> Hawkeye's tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> all right so they're all on the ship they're going to space they said fuck it we we're the last ones here what's the line um we we got to do this for because we're the only ones left not for what we lost but because we're left or something like that and they're like fuck it let's go to space let's go get this son of a bitch and then they go see thanos how do they know where he is i yeah so that was my thing why is he on this like destroyed planet? Like where is he? Did he stay on Titan? Because last time we saw him, he was in a fucking garden, like just kicking it. You know, it was a beautiful place. Yeah. Now he's like on this world of like war, and then he he pops up there. So like, did they send him a message and just be like, "Hey, meet us at five o'clock at this planet"? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like an after school fight, or was it was he already there? He's got his armor back on. What do you think that's about? You know, I was just thinking about that. You think he's sick of getting stabbed in the chest? Um, By giant axe hammers? I mean, probably. You think he was like, ah, oh, shit, he does still have yeah, that axe. Yeah, pretty close last yeah, time. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit, he does still have that Did axe. Did he have that gauntlet burn. on? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But I, to be honest, I don't think I looked for it either. I know I was more curious about this fucking giant ass double blade sword he has now did you see that no i didn't notice that okay so hot i didn't watch it 16 times well hot toys released the new thanos toy recently oh i i ignore all that as much as possible. okay well i I saw it and the the toy showed him with this like giant like um fucking darth maul you know darth maul yeah i know darth maul yeah how you had the double bladed lightsaber right it's like that but just two big ass, like, fucking knives. Ooh. Yeah, they're Sword huge knives. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like who's had a blade this big in the MCU, and I don't think anyone has. But they're fucking enormous, right? I mean, he's Thanos, so obviously they got to be big. But there's one on each end, and then there's just like a handle in the middle. And I'm just like, where'd this come from? Have you been practicing sword fighting this whole time? It's such an obscure weapon where it's like. You just been training yourself on this? Like your armor was hanging I mean, up probably. on the scarecrow. He didn't always have the infinity stones. Yeah, I mean? I mean, I guess that's true. He was a war lord before this, right? Yeah, he did take over planets. I mean, he oh, gave he had the what? whole knife thing being perfect balance, yeah, all that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just thought about that. I was like, that makes sense. So he basically just took that and just put it on a giant Thanos size scale and was like, "Yeah, bitch." Why do you think he needs it now, though? Maybe the Infinity Stones got destroyed when he snapped the finger. You it think was like too I much? I don't think they got destroyed. I think maybe they just like depowered, or maybe he just—we didn't see his arm. Maybe he just bored. Maybe yeah, he could be. It's like let's mess these people up with my bare hands. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just like oh, the world's too, the universe is too balanced now. There's nothing. There's no fun left. <laughs> you only got fifty percent of your team, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Or you think maybe. His body just can't take using him at the moment. Like he hasn't fully healed. Cause it fucked his arm all up. 
when he snapped his fingers. Like he had like that whole arm and part of that side of his body was messed up. Then of course he had a giant stormbreaker sized hole in his chest. So there's that. Yeah, I don't know. This you think, he, you think he stitched himself up? You think somebody else stitched him up? I think he healed himself with the infinity stones. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, maybe he's just like, ah, maybe I need to avoid using these as much as possible for the time being while I'm healing. Or maybe maybe they are depowered and he's just like I can't. Maybe can't by really this use point them. in the movie, they already got the infinity stones away from him. But who there can use them? Yeah. So gotta take him down with your bare hands because you know Thanos is just gonna keep coming for him. How soon? How early in the movie do you think this is gonna happen? Because I'm I have a feeling that this isn't gonna be like even in the third act of the movie. I was thinking like middle of the movie. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe like a solid forty five minutes in. Do you think these Infinity Stones and Infinity Gauntlet is as powerful in this universe as it is in the comic books? Um, no, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. Yeah, no. In the comic books, I mean, like Thanos was destroying all these like crazy beings and just going. Yeah. And this one, he was he like just, destroying like the reality person. Like yeah, this one, he just shoots a lot of lasers and turns stuffs into bubbles. Yeah, does a lot of that, but not. I mean, he snaps, but yeah, no. I mean, you're right. The like the scene in Infinity War where Iron Man is fighting fighting him, and he uses the Power Stone to blast at Iron Man, and he just blocks it with a sh- like a regular shield. It's like, huh? Wasn't that the <laughs> stone that could like? You just tap it on the ground and it blows up an entire planet. Like now you're telling me Iron Man's shield can take a full force blast from it. That doesn't doesn't seem right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, didn't he just straight up blow up a moon? Yeah. Two seconds before that. Yeah, he crushed it and was just like, here you go. I'm going to throw this at you. And Iron Man got crushed by a moon. And then he says one of my favorite lines of the movie. You throw another moon at me and I'm going to lose it. Love it. <laughs> so great. All right, let's keep moving on. All right. So we see Thanos. He seems fine. He's put his armor back on, which is probably one of the biggest things. I'm like, oh, okay. I really think Ooh, it's just he's like, theory. I'm tired of being stabbed in the chest. New theory. They were already, this is a scene of them going back in time already. Oh, look at that. Yeah, maybe. Easter. Uh, they do fuck. I mean, so in the last one, they threw us off a lot. With like misdirects in the trailer. I'm 100% sure that's the same case with this one. Right. And they put different lines in different parts. So like when they go see him, we hear him say like, you can't, something along the lines of like, you lost, you can't deal with it now. So you came to see me. And it's just like. Yeah, that doesn't have to be in that scene. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Because they, I mean, you know, they make it seem like that's what happened, but like he just popped up and they're like, yeah, that that might also explain where they're just like, we know where he's going to be next. So let's just meet him there. There's no, there's no, um, there's no living beings on this planet anymore. So it'd be a perfect place for us to just duke it out. Maybe they traveled back in time to exactly when Titan was destroyed, knowing that he would still be there because obviously he survived Titan being destroyed. Fucking look at these theories we're coming up with. My God. Golly. 
Well, the movie is. I'm going to see it on the 25th, not the 26th. It comes out the 26th, standing on the 25th. So we got 23 days until we know how Hawkeye got that tattoo. <laughs> yeah, great stuff. I don't know. Anything else about the trailer you wanted to mention or talk about? No, I feel like we got to keep going because otherwise this is just going to be an Infinity Ward episode. I know. And it's not supposed to be because. Uh, Endgame, I should say. What we're supposed to be talking about is <coughs> oh. not Marvel. Oh. We still got to talk about the Joker. Well, I was going to say we we're going to switch over to DC anyway. Oh. But yes, we do have to talk, about, talk the about the Joker. This is. There was a new poster released. I sent it to you in my excitement. Yeah, it was a lot of shit that went down today. Fucking the trailer went out this morning, and I was losing my marbles over that. And then I opened up Instagram, and it's like, <clears throat> new fucking poster of the Joker movie. And I was like, what is going on today? This is insane. And I sent it to you immediately after I'd already told you to watch the trailer. So, Sean, you and your love of DC and Batman and the Joker, what would you think of it? Let's see what you thought of it. You know, I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to look at it one more time here. All right, fair enough. I was looking at it one more time as well. So, Joaquin Phoenix got the Joker. Put on a happy face. You think that's the tagline they're going with? Yeah, probably. Is it as impactful as Why So Serious? No. Yeah. I'm going to do my best not to compare. Okay, fair enough. Well, I wasn't. Yeah, okay. You know, I mean, it's just going to be very hard to beat. That's true. As long as he's better than Jared Leto. Where? Which is good. not hard to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this still is not telling me a whole lot about this movie. It's telling us this, almost He nothing. looks creepy as hell in this picture. Though. He does, actually. It, his makeup looks more kind of like grungy than before. Yeah. Like when we saw the first image of him, he seemed like... So with Jared Leto, they they clearly went for like the this is his skin kind of look. And like with Heath Ledger, it was like, no, this is just makeup. So with him, it was clearly like this is makeup. It was cleaner than than like Heath Ledger's, but it wasn't like as permanent looking as Jared Leto's, I guess I would say. Yeah. You know, it was it was more so along the lines of like Jack Nicholson's Joker makeup, but just not quite as clean and defined. It was a little messy, but for the most part, I was like, you're clearly like a clown. He he just looked more of like a like a clown who had a rough day, you know? Yeah. Which I guess that's what the Joker is, right? One bad day. One bad day. One bad day. That's all it takes, baby. I feel like the only way to make this movie good is if that's the theme of the movie. One bad day. One bad day. Yeah. That would be good. They just make it kill on a joke face. pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that could be like something he's saying to himself as he's having a terrible day. He's a clown. He's got to put on a happy face. So even in this this image, it looks as though he just finished a show. I don't know if that's what it looks like to you, but to me it looks like he just put on a performance. He just put on some kind of show, and like it's the end of it. I'm not getting that at all. I feel like he just killed some people, and that's blood on his chin. Oh, jeez. You're way darker than I am. I mean, why would he have makeup like that on his chin? It's clearly blood. I don't know. Maybe he's one of those, like, stunt clowns. You know what I mean? Like, not all clowns just squirt water flowers and 
blow up animal balloons. So you think he's hurting himself in his stuns? Maybe. Maybe he's like uh, the insane clown posse. I like how you think this is more likely than he just killed some people. Like, we're talking yeah, about the why. Joker right now. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Good point. No, you're right. He probably did just murder the shit out of somebody. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. His outfit's weird, though. Some kind of polka dot shirt. What is he looking at? I mean, he probably killed somebody, and now he's about to take like a great bow. Yeah. All right, so here, here's the ultimate question. Does this make you more or less excited for this movie? Neither. Because this is still not telling me anything. Yeah, you're right. You know what made me excited for that movie? Is the trailer I sent you that I then realized was fake. But if that trailer was real, I would have been super pumped for that movie. Yeah, okay. I mean, if anything, it could show you like how good of an actor he is. I think this that was more the goal of the trailer. This fake mashup trailer of Joaquin Phoenix performances of like, hey man, nah, he's he can do this. If anybody can do this, it's him. So we should have faith in him and what he's doing. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like this, like I said, so I caught this like soon after I had already watched the Avengers Infinity uh in-game trailer for like the 11th time. So as we know, I watched it 16 for the 11th <laughs> time. So I don't know. At the time, I think I just, I think this caught like some of that residual excitement that I had for that trailer. And I was like, oh shit, another superhero something is out. This is great. And now I'm looking at it again. And I'm like, yeah, this, this isn't anything. Yeah. It's that's, just, that's kind of how I looked yeah, at it. It's, it's, it's just still not showing me anything. Yeah. It's nothing. So I don't know, but the release date is what October fourth. So I mean, we got a while. Yeah, I'd imagine it's what April. We'll probably get a trailer, some kind of teaser trailer in the next. I say like month, maybe. May, yeah, maybe, maybe May, May or July. I don't know. I guess it depends on how they want to go with this, because they could just, they could be. T- no, they got to release something that's going to draw people in. I think at this point, after Heath Ledger's, not Heath Ledger's, I'm sorry, after Jared Leto's Joker performance in Suicide Squad, I don't know if just the name Joker is enough to draw people in. I agree. I feel like DC's kind of banking on that a little bit. They are, but especially they just named the movie Joker. Like, that's it. And it's like, hey, you're clear, like, just naming the movie Joker, you're not going to draw in anybody other than, like, fans who understand what's going on. That's number one, right? Because just a normal person. I mean, I, to a, see, I feel like almost everybody knows who the Joker is. Even people not in the comics know who the Joker is. It's like not yeah. knowing who Batman is. Yeah, I guess that's a good or point. Superman. Yeah. But is it... Does the title make you look and go, oh, that movie is about the Joker, the Batman villain? Or is it just like, here's a movie about a clown? Question mark? I mean, us, obviously, that's the first thing we thought about, right? But yeah. I guess the average the average Joe, I have no idea. Yeah, maybe we should ask. Maybe we should take a yeah. poll. 
see what people think. For the next episode, we'll, we'll yeah, just show this, ten people this, this flyer and just be like, hey, what do you think this is about? And see what they say. It's like normal people. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't, I don't the, the, Yeah. I don't know. This one's up in the air. I don't, I don't know. Did we talk about this? We did. We did talked, we, we talked about this Joker movie a couple of times. Did, did we talk about it in our most anticipated for 2019? Why do I feel like we skipped over it? No, we did. Did we? Okay. Just briefly. Cause we didn't have anything to. Yeah. Talk yeah. About. That's what it was. We didn't have anything to say about it. So it was just like, it's coming. Well, we're you were saying there. it was one of your most anticipated movies, though, because you were just curious on what they were going to do with it. Yeah, I am. I'm still very curious. It was just like, what is this going to be? Because we know Thomas Wayne is going to be in it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Don't could know. be great. Could be terrible. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? What if we find out that uh, Thomas Wayne is responsible for, like, making the Joker? That'd be a crazy twist. It would be a crazy twist. That's why uh, I think I like that. And then the Joker knows the whole time. That's why he's so obsessed with Batman because he knows it's Bruce Wayne. I don't hate that idea one bit. They had to put you in a boardroom, man, (laughs) the fucking whiteboard and just be like, these ideas I got. (laughs) Damn it. You want to make a Joker movie? I'll tell you how to make a Joker movie. (laughs) Tell you right now, baby. Make it happen. Man. You're going to start putting ideas up on our board. Yep. <laughs> Make this we're going to start writing these movies. Oh, we're going to write the hell out of these movies. All right, man. So keeping this DC train rolling, let's... Um, I feel like we still have one news thing that this happened a little while ago, but we didn't get a chance to talk about. Okay. James Gunn. Oh, that did happen a while ago. That happened like a couple weeks ago at yeah. this point. Yeah. I think it's two weeks. About two weeks ago. Yeah. The official announcement that he's he's back. He's back on board. Baby, <laughs> no, that's that's great, man. It's very exciting. I mean, see, I feel like I'm on the opposite, and yeah, of, like I'm not excited about it. No, why not? No. Oh, because you I didn't feel like Guardians like, of the Galaxy two. Yeah, well, for one, he sucked to Guardians of the Galaxy two, so it's not like a huge deal that he's making three because his last one sucked. I also feel like, like he he had some messed up tweets. Marvel was like, all right, let's fire him. For what he said. And then they just backtracked the whole thing. Like, you know what? Never mind. Let's just rehire him back. I, I don't heard... like the fact that he Marvel backtracked. Okay. Well, I mean, it was Disney. Disney, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Same difference. I, I think... So, I, I heard... I was listening to someone else. And I... They were saying that they feel like it was just kind of like a... Not a stunt... But just kind of like the plan from the beginning. to Doesn't do it feel like a stunt that? though? Like I, I feel I... like now this movie has got a whole nother element of like publicity to it. Just because everybody's all interested on the director. And all the debates that were created about the director. I mean hell, we even in an episode talked about this. That's true. Do, do you feel like it needed that publicity though? Is, I mean after number two, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Look, it wasn't that bad. And not it's only right that, right next to Suicide Squad. I, I, I disagree. Not only When's that. When's the last time you watched that movie? What Suicide Squad or Guardians, no, of, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? Uh, I don't know. A few months ago. Yeah, you know why? Nah, it was probably closer to like last. This time last year, I'd say I watched it. Yeah, the reason you haven't rewatched that movie because it was god awful. 
It wasn't that bad. It was. It was within the first 10 minutes. You knew what the end of the movie was going to be. It was super predictable. Uh, whatever, man. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm not saying there was. That's would. why Infinity War was so great. Because we didn't know what was going to happen in that yeah, movie. that's true. We didn't know Thanos was going to win. That, that was wild. We... Did we know that? I was like, no, ooh. Not really. No, I His dad's going to be evil. Yeah. These uh, other aliens that we saw in the first two minutes of the movie, they're all going to show up. <laughs> I mean, but being predictable doesn't necessarily make a movie bad, though. It did there, in this case. There were some moments I in think when it's too predictable, it makes it bad. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it's as bad as you think it is. But that's fine. But even still, Marvel has built up such a name that, like, I don't think they need. I don't think they would have needed this stunt to like add more publicity to the movie, especially after like a, like all the Avengers and stuff, seeing the Guardians of the Galaxy in the Avengers movie. So I don't know if I would necessarily call it a stunt, as it was just kind of like a hey. Man, you know, fucking, like, because, you know, Disney is like, they're Disney, right? Even though they're the, they're like the most racist company on the planet at one point. <laughs> it, they care now, right? They they don't want that, that, that look anymore, that vision of, like, we support people like that. So I think it was more so just kind of like, Disney, they did, in the eyes of the people, what was the right thing, right? They and didn't, then they undid it. They didn't suspend them. They didn't, like, put them on probation. They didn't do anything like that. They just straight up was like, no, he's done. We're firing him. And then they were like, never mind. Yeah, but it, it took a while, though. Like, they didn't flip it around right away. Then the whole stuff happened where it was like, you know, we got the letter from the Guardians of the Galaxy cast. We got Dave Batista, who was very aggressively, like, you know, if James Gunn's not doing this movie, like, I'm not going to want to do it and all this Trex other stuff. Trex is a terrible character anyways. Get rid of him. <laughs> this movie's sounding better and better. Oh, my gosh. And then they seem to not, like, it, things calmed down quite a bit. I think everybody had accepted the yeah, fact that, like. because he was fired. <laughs> right, yeah. I and mean, I think everybody had accepted the fact that, like, yeah, this, you know, he got the fucking, we heard that he was going to be doing Suicide Squad 2. And all this other stuff. So it was like, now we got something to like be like, oh, well, yeah, I guess he really is done with Marvel. Like, he's doing a DC movie now, right? So they waited for everything to calm down. And then they were like, all right, let's look. Come here, man. We know what we had to do. And you know, it was, it's like fucking, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't even, I was trying to think of an analogy to compare it to. But I feel like they just brought him in and they was just like, hey, man, look. You know why we did that, right? You know we had to. But I feel like this is why I bring you back. This is why I don't like this. Because of the whole point you're making. Like we knew we had to, but like, you know what, now that things have calmed down. Come on back. I'm gonna crack the door open in the back. You just you know, come on step back in. I, I mean, I can see that. I mean, we don't know if that's I the case for sure. I think but. I would have liked it better if they had never fired him than to have fired him. and then Because like, what, what did he get fired from? He was fired from the movie that he's now going to make. Nothing happened. Yes. Yeah, Literally I, nothing happened. I, I he didn't get out. Of, he, he didn't lose any money. He didn't, I, like, lose any time. Yeah. It, it, was a, it was a public image, though. It was all about the public image. Because if they hadn't have fired him... Disney would have got so much backlash from people of right. like, 
uh, you know, parents alike of fucking, I'm never taking my kids to see another Marvel movie. Like, not just, oh, we don't like this guy. We're not going to support Guardians of the Galaxy anymore. It would be like, I'm I'm never taking my kids to see another Marvel movie. All this, all my son's fucking baby group toys are going in the garbage. Like, that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Right. So, I, I think they had to fire him. Or at least. But they didn't have to hire him back. No, you're right. They're absolutely right. They didn't have to hire him back. But would they have been stupid not to? Well, there's other good directors. Remember we talked about this before, and I said the director that did Black Panther should do it. I don't think that's. I don't think he'd work in that style of movie. I think he would. I don't I, think. He has I, the I don't for think it. you're giving him enough of a chance. I, I am, but looking at his track record, he did Black Panther. He did Creed, not the second one, just the first Solid one. Solid movies, okay. And he did Fruitvale Station, which I didn't see, but I heard yeah, it was a very it, good right? movie. But all of them, like Black Panther, was the most like dynamic and adventurous movie he had did all the other ones have been more grounded and more kind of fruitvale stations based on a true story and then creed is you know i mean it's about a boxer but it's it's more way more grounded than like a black panther or even a fucking guardians of the galaxy like so i i don't know if he could have made that transition into like this huge space opera movie with a multiple like a team cast versus just like a single hero, a single villain. All right. There's other directors, though. I mean, yeah, there definitely there's other directors. But it, it, take putting aside how much you disliked the first Guardians of the uh, the second Guardians of the Galaxy, how much did you love the first Guardians of the Galaxy? I mean, the first one was great. Right. And there are a lot of people who would argue it wouldn't have been that if it wasn't for James Gunn. Because James Gunn kind of kicked off the the whole phase of Marvel where they were just like, you know what, man? Maybe we ought to step back a little bit, hire like visionary directors, give them a little more of the reins to do what they want with their vision, and we might pull something great out, right? Because Guardians of the Galaxy was the movie that everyone thought, you included, was going to fucking bomb. Right. It was like we had been seeing Iron Man and Thor and Captain America. And now they're going to make a movie about a fucking talking tree and a raccoon. Like, what the <laughs> f- what the fuck is this? Like, what is Marvel doing? They lost their minds if they think this movie is going to work. No one had heard of Guardians of the Galaxy and they didn't even use the original Guardians of the Galaxy team. They just went like, ah, we'll just we'll just take whoever. Well, not whoever. Like, they were a team, but they weren't the original team. And they were just like, yeah, let's just let's make a movie. And it's one of their greatest successes. And a lot of people will give that credit All right, let me, to James Gunn. Let me throw this at you here. All right. All right. Let's say you... Uh, we both worked at Best Buy. Yeah. All right. Don't be telling the people our secrets, man. Without saying anybody's names, think of... Uh, one of your past general managers that you really, really respected. Okay. Really, really great at his job. Think of another employee that was like the best salesman. Sure. All right. This salesman tweets about having little kids touching them in a silly place. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. Okay. All right. Everybody loses their minds about it. Right. 
this GM fires him because of what he was tweeting. Two months, three months, whatever goes by, and this GM hires him back. Would you kind of lose respect for the GM a little bit? It depends, man. Because, like, people grow. I'm, I'm a firm believer in people grow and evolve, and they learn from their mistakes. Like, him making a joke like that fucking 10, 12 years ago is, and him understanding that, like, fuck, that was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. You know, that was, he was. And a- I get all that. I agree with all that. A hundred percent. Him saying that it's wrong and growing. And I'm not even saying that we should have held him against him in the the first place. Right. Because. Because I mean, say dumb when we things discovered when those tweets, they were from a long time ago. Right. I agree with that. My, the thing that I'm annoyed about is the GM part, mm-hmm. firing somebody and then just taking it back. Like if you're going to do something, have grow a pair of balls and stick with it. So that that's more so, so my what issue you're that they is didn't what have, bothers me is they didn't have the balls to continue yeah. to stick with their decision. They didn't have the brass they just, to follow through. They just through. went back. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I can see how that would bother you. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I'm glad they hired him back. I think that I don't know what a Guardians Volume Three would be like if he wasn't there to direct it. Was Guardians 2 the best? No. Was Guardians 1 great? Absolutely. So, I mean, right now, his track record is fucking 50-50. And, like, there's so much more he could do. Not only that, but, you know, there were all of these speculations of he was supposed to kind of take charge of, like, the next phase of the MCU because they were going to expand it out. We've already seen so much of space in the MCU. They're like, fuck it, well... Why just have earth earth based movies anymore? Like let's let's just venture out. Let's see more characters. Let's see more planets. Let's see more worlds. And James Gunn kind of helped pioneer that in Guardians of the Galaxy. So without him being there, yeah, there's a lot of great creative minds at Marvel. But I feel like you give him so much more credit. Really? Yeah. He didn't write the story. He He did write most of the story. I swear he just directed. Did he write it or did he direct it? He wrote most of it. He wrote most of the first one and the second one, and he was in the middle of writing the third one, and then they fired him. Now, did he write every part of the movie? No, I'm sure he didn't. They have writers, right? Marvel has writers. So I'm sure he didn't write everything, but he had a large hand in writing the movie. A lot of the jokes were his. The soundtrack was his. What about the overall plot, though? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's writing jokes into a movie and writing the plot of a movie is completely different. Yeah, that's true. Did he? I don't know if he's responsible for the entire plot, but like the the core premise. But yeah, I mean, he he wrote a good chunk of it. And like I said, he made the some of the creative decisions that we love so much about the first Guardians, like the soundtrack. Yeah. So, I mean, because you could say the same thing about Black Panther, right? Like, that was a whole big deal with Black Panther is that they took this movie and they were like, you know, we're going to have an all-black cast. All the leading actors are going to be black. Not only that, fuck it. We're going to have a black director. You know what I mean? And they took somebody who had, we already seen their vision come to life twice in a great way, 
who already had relationships with certain actors that he brought on board, like Michael B. Jordan, who he had worked with in his previous two movies, brought him on board, turned him into one of the best villains we've seen in the MCU, and like went to Kendrick Lamar and was like, hey man, make a soundtrack for this movie. The freaking, the Black Panther soundtrack was nominated for uh, an Oscar or um, what's the what's the music version? Um, Grammy? Grammy. And now, you know, that, like this is going to a, like, yeah, largely. I don't that see was, where your correlation is with this. Oh, well, the correlation is that, you know, they 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 took these guys who had these visions who we've seen do good things and they made their visions like integrated them into the Marvel Cinematic Universe in a way where it wasn't just uh like a cut and copy like origin story over and over again that Marvel had kind of been doing before. They didn't have just like shit that we just throw away anymore it was kind of like no here's something with some heart or some real fucking meaning to it and you could you can argue that it was because of these directors that they brought in that they ended up the way they were like you're not giving the writers enough credit no the writers are fucking nailing it too (laughs) i'm not i'm not taking anything away from the writers but it's one thing to write something and it's another thing to bring that writing to life there are writers who are only good at not only good, but that is their main, you know, their their uh fucking main. What 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 am, what am I looking for? What am I trying to say? I don't know what they're, you're trying to that's say. Their, that's their <laughs> Thor's hammer, right? It's like that's their that's their strength is they can write, they can put words to paper, but they can't bring those words to life in a real way. Like those are two different things. It's one thing to write something to be read, and there's an, it's another thing to write something to be like said out loud, to be acted. And I know that because I've had to do it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, anyway. <laughs> okay, all right. To sum this up. Yeah. <laughs> James Gunn is doing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He's back, man. He's back. He's back on board. You're excited. I'm not as excited I'm about not, it. I'm like I'm not like I'm not as over excited the moon. because of I'm just like it's I think it's cool. Like I'm I'm not I was a little disappointed. I'm annoyed at Disney them. for not sticking to their sticking guns. to their guns. Yeah, I get that. They're James Gunn. Ha <laughs> ha. But I'm <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, but I I get no, I get your point. I definitely do. I agree with that point. I still. I like that they hired him back. I like that they were just like, yeah. Part of me wants them to tank Guardians of Galaxy three, just so I could be like, uh, "You were happy there, I'm back, huh?" <laughs> that would be that would suck. Well, I guess we'll see. Shit. All right, you want to talk about Shazam real quick? <laughs> right, so the main topic of this episode was, it supposed, was supposed to be, to be. It was supposed to be Shazam. Uh, clearly, as we went another way, but we could, yeah, let's let's talk about Shazam for a little while. All right, bad money. Um, okay, it comes out this week. Yep. Um, some people have already seen it. Seems to be doing well so far. I haven't heard any yeah. crazy negative things about it, but also I've been kind of avoiding as much me as too. I can. Me too. I don't want to be like terminated and like yeah, I want to go in. Yeah, me neither. Especially, it, it's one thing too with like, we were talking about like with the Marvel movies, even now I'm like, I don't want to see as much as possible, but that's more so in the sense of like, I just don't want to be spoiled on anything. DC, I don't want to see anything simply because I want to try to go into it with as neutral attitude towards it as possible, you know, 
Like, I don't want to be swayed one way or the other. I don't want to go in there with high expectations and I'm like, ah, eh, this is not nearly as good as people said it was. They're just saying it's good for a DC movie. But I also don't want to go in there and like, ah, oh, this is going to be shit and just bash it just because, you know? <laughs> so, but it seems like it's doing well. Again, I, I just kind of heard it through word of mouth. I haven't like really dove in and like read anything or anything like that. About yeah, it. neither have I. I've heard you know here and there different things saying it's doing well. I heard it like on the radio, like just randomly. Really? That's yeah. Funny. But um, we're here today to not talk about the movie because we haven't seen the movie. We got to see it this weekend, like everybody else, like all the normal people, because we're not special. We 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 go to the <laughs> movies just like you guys. We. We take our popcorn in one hand and the ice in the other, just like anybody else. <laughs> I don't know what else going with that. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're here to talk about more so Shazam comic books and just kind of give a little bit of backstory. I feel like a lot of people don't know about this one, which could work to its advantage, right? Because... You go into a Superman movie, you're going to have expectations, regardless of who you are. Like, you could never have read a Superman comic book in your entire life, but you know who Superman is, and you kind of know what he's about, right? Whether you know him from, like, his earlier incarnations of he can leap tall buildings in a single bound and he's faster than a speeding bullet, or whether you know him, like, more modern day of, like, this kind of symbol of like hope and peace and justice and the American way justice and America yeah, all that good stuff. You kind of know what you should get going into a Superman movie. Shazam on the other hand, I think is a little different because most people don't know. I mean, even though he's pretty much a copy of Superman in a lot of ways, a lot of people don't know about him and he has a very kind of like muddy, muddy past comic book wise going from being originally being Captain Marvel in comic books to then being Shazam and and, and all this other stuff. So we kind of looked into that a little bit. Yeah. Should I say you looked into that a little bit? A little bit. Just a smidge. I think that's really interesting though, right? So a lot of people today don't know Shazam as well, right? Like I've actually have conversations with people and the people that do know Shazam are definitely confused on the name, right? Yeah. I've had people saying, uh, isn't that supposed to be Captain Marvel? And why is this, this other Captain Marvel? Did they change it? And then like, I've, I've explained this to people. And But what I think is most interesting as well as researching thing is, so Captain Marvel, the first comic book came out in 1940. Okay. Um, throughout the camera. 40s, it was the most popular comic book. And it was beating Superman, which I guess before that point, Superman was, you know, kind of the standard of the popularity of pop, right. of comic books, right? Everybody read Superman, 1940s, and then, you know, I think it, in like 45s when it, like, it really took over. It was the most popular comic book. And this is what I thought was super interesting. It's mm. the first comic book movie that made it to film. The first comic book character that made it to film, to the screen. Com- yes, right? the screen. Yeah, yeah that's that is, crazy. That is crazy. And, and I think now that I think there's only that one really that one movie and I know there's been TV shows and stuff in the past, but yeah. it's been years and years and years and then a couple more years for us to see him in a movie again. Yeah, that is nuts. And 
like you said, he came out. So he was in the forties, but he wasn't a DC character in the forties. Right. He because wasn't. He's a DC character now. Yes. But he wasn't then. Yeah. That's kind so of him being of the... Superman was a big deal because he wasn't even a part of the same comic universe. Yeah. So he, they, uh, so obviously there's the similarities, right? Between, uh, Shazam or Captain Marvel, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, I, mean, I feel back, like through the rest of the episode, but let's, let's call him Shazam so we're not confused. Yeah, just to make it easy. And back then, most superheroes at the time were just a copy of Superman to some extent. Yeah. Shazam just seemed to be the one that kind of like copied m- and then made it. Was better for yeah, a little like while. Yeah, worked it out. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, this, no, we actually like him more. Yeah. Okay. So why I think it was uh, so was issue. So I did read like the first issue of the first volume of Shazam, which was Wiz Comics number two, um, and luckily this comic book actually the villain was Doctor Savannah, which is the villain we're gonna see in the movie. So I thought that was really cool. So I mean it's it's a very very short because it was just the first issue. But what I thought was crazy about this is he uh, it starts out with Billy Batson. So. I guess for the people that don't know, so Billy Batson is the person that comes Shazam, right? And he gets his powers. That's what the first comic book's about. So it starts with him. He's really, he's a boy. Right. So he's a boy who is homeless and he's selling newspapers. And this guy in a black uh, overcoat hat, kind of hoodie kind of thing, comes up to him. And Billy Batson offers him to sell him a newspaper. And he goes, why are you out here? And he's like, I'm selling newspapers because i'm living on the street and i need money is essentially what he's saying and he goes follow me which is crazy to me because yeah follow me and then billy benson's like all right i'll follow you fucking 40s man i know right Different time. i was like this comic book wouldn't even make it now because this is insane no, this strange yeah. man just came up he follows like, him onto a train that just appears out of nowhere billy benson's like yeah i'll follow you on this train fucking insane train takes him to um a cave essentially right and you see uh the uh, the seven you know sins which are supposed to be like the seven like seven deadly sins deadly of man. sins of man yeah you see the statues he walks past it we see an old wizard his name's shazam, shazam. and basically goes along the lines and now this changes in the new 52 so i know you just read the new 52 mm-hmm. and we can do a little comparison so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this one right off the bat shazam was like i've been watching you and you are a kid that's been that's gone through a crazy hard time, but still through all that, you're still very good. You're still very pure. Um, and basically, he's saying, you know, for this reasons, I'm gonna give you my powers because you're a good person, essentially. Mm. Um, and Billy Batson's just like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right then. I'm in um, a weird place with a weird thought, man yeah. and a bunch of weird people. The, the whole but. thing is just crazy to me. So he basically explains that you're going to, you know, get the power of all these different kind of gods. Um, and when you say his name is when you get the powers. And then as he's done explaining this and gives him the powers, there's this um, thing hanging from the ceiling that, you know, is slowly dropping down. And when everything's done, it drops and it kills the wizard Shazam. Jeez. Yeah. And then... Billy Batson's, you know, back on the street where he started off selling papers and he was like, wow, that was so weird. It was almost like a dream, like, because he just, like, popped back. Okay. Um, so, fun little tidbit. Did you know what Shazam stands for? Uh, 
yes, kind of. It's it has to do with a bunch of gods. So it's the speed of no, no, it's strength of Zeus. I think I don't know. It's something like that. It's just it's an acronym. It is an acronym. The I'm gonna look it up Zeus, so I have it right. I don't the, think it's the strength of Zeus. Maybe not. It's yeah, it's just a bunch yeah, it's a bunch of gods. It's like maybe Z is for Zeus. Solomon. So it's the name of the gods that has power. So it's Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Okay. Right. Um Yeah. So I mean I think it's the strength of the strength of Hercules, it's the wisdom of Solomon. It's the power of Zeus. It's the speed of Mercury. What are the A's? Um, what did you just say? Atlas, right? Atlas. And Achilles. The bravery of Achilles? Wasn't Isn't Atlas the god who, like, put the world on his back or something like that? Yeah, my, uh... Carried it? I think my so. My Greek gods are not... Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. I think that's Atlas. Yeah, I think he's the one to put the world on his back. Anyway, but yes, I, I kind of knew that. I mean, I, I knew they all all the letters stood for gods. I didn't know exactly what they were, what they were, but I knew they all stood for gods. And yeah, they, it like represents each part of his powers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I kind of knew that. He kind of explains that. Like, he doesn't say that it's the Shazam, but he explains all the gods and all the powers. Okay. Anyways, so he's back in the corner, and he's selling newspapers, and these two guys go, oh, I want to see uh, the article about bo- our boss. And it's an article about this evil scientist. And Billy Benson's like, what? I should follow these guys. <laughs> okay. So he follows these guys because he realizes it's the evil boss that they're talking about in the newspaper, which we know is Dr. Savannah. And basically, just to kind of sum it all up, Mm -hmm. Dr. Savannah um, threatened the city with this device that will destroy radio stations. Okay. Um, And he wanted $50 million not to do it. Boy, that's a fucking 1940s. Yep. And then uh, bad guy threat. Shazam just destroyed the device that was going to destroy radio stations, and then that was the end of the issue. What would they do without the radio back then? I know. Oh my gosh, that's like somebody today being like, "I'm going to shut down the internet if you guys don't fucking." Yeah. First of all, that'd be the equivalent of today. Fifty million dollars. I feel like it's not even enough to ask for it. <laughs> like in today's society, like yeah. if you're not asking for a billion, you you just move on about your day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like if you're not asking for at least a billion dollars. What do you, why are you even doing this? <laughs> That's number one. It's, you're going to shut down the entire internet. You know how much money people are going to lose if you shut down the internet? Yeah. You need to be asking for like half a trillion dollars, but whatever. That's yeah. 1940s. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so I guess interesting. To, yeah, to kind of sum up, you know, him and Dr. Savannah and everything. So Dr. Savannah was uh, basically in the older versions, and I, I know it changes slightly in newer versions, so we can talk about all that stuff. But yeah. the original, he was just like an evil genius scientist guy. He actually went to Venus for years because people left at his ideas, and mm. then he lived on like Venus. Like the planet like Venus? Like the planet Venus. He lived there for years. 
and other people have done Venus too. So okay, that's weird. Um, why Venus? And he was kind of like trying to wait for people to like catch up to his his ideas, and no one ever really did. And then he came back to be an evil genius. It's essentially his whole thing. He's got so there's the Marvel family, or now it's the, called the Shazam family. Right, right. There's also the Savannah family, and so he's got a whole bunch of kids that they're also. Um, work with them. So the two families fight each other is essentially what it is. Oh, okay. Dr. Savannah uh, changes, you know, throughout the comic book. So from that like kind of original version, he, uh, there's times where he's like also like a CEO of a top company and he's essentially Lex Luthor. Mm. <laughs> like that's just the best. There you go. I mean, if you read things, they basically say like he's just Captain Marvel's or Shazam's version of Lex Luthor. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it's hard to so we can talk about the legal issues and stuff in a minute but while the legal issues were happening um the way they explained the big dip in their stories mm-hmm. because it went like i don't know like 30 years or something crazy without having Shazam or Captain Marvel comic books um the story is Dr. Savannah and his family got the Captain Marvel and their family uh, on a ship. They captured them, and the ship went to this sphere where time stopped moving for them. And they stayed there for the whole time the legal issues were happening. And so that's why they were out of comic books. That's how books. they explain the real life yeah. gap in time yep. in the comic book. In the comic book. They were just stuck in this sphere where time wasn't moving. Why did they even feel the need to do that? I don't know. That's but they the did the most it. ridiculous thing is like... Who who questioned it? Who was like when they Where sat, has he been this whole time? Yeah, when they sat at the round table, who was like, I think we need to explain where he's been this entire time while we were suing everybody about this. Should we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. Like Yeah. I, I just feel like that's so irrelevant. Who cares? It's like, all right. He's a comic book character. You stopped writing and drawing him. We know that. But whatever. Alright, so yeah, the new fifty two version, I mean it's it's somewhat similar, but it's quite different at the same time. And it seems like reading it, it seems like the movie is gonna more so follow the newer version. Which I kind That's of what expected. I heard. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of expected it just simply because the a lot of the movies, the D C uh movies have been following more of like the new fifty two versions than they have been the classic ones. Um, like the original ones. So it, it's understandable. But the new fifty two version so same thing, Billy Batson, he's a kid, he's an orphan, but now he's like, you know, this oh, I forgot to say why why he's on the streets. Oh, why is he on so the streets? So his his parents died in the original version. Oh. And then he went to live with his uncle, and then his uncle only wanted him for his inheritance. So as soon as he got the money, he just kicked him out on the streets. God damn. That's, I know, that's right? sad. Fuck. Super sad. Yeah. Alright, sorry, continue. So there was nothing like that in this one. We actually don't know, at least based off of the first volume. We don't know what happened to his parents just yet. That's stuff to do with Black Adam. Oh, look at that. Um, so, yeah, Billy Batson, he, he's an orphan. He's bounced around from foster family to foster family. And it's because he's a fucking big-ass troublemaker. He's a, he's a no-good kid, no-good rotten kid who doesn't want to listen to authority. And he doesn't like bullies and all this other kind of cliche stuff, right? Um <laughs> so he got adopted by this another foster family who has like six other kids already and 
Um, he, again, he's still like, you know, he doesn't like bullies. Like one of them was picking on one of his foster brothers and he has some kids picking on his foster brothers and he was, he beat up those kids and, and all this other stuff. And we hear in the very beginning, we see Dr. Savannah, like in the first few pages, and he's listening to all of these testimonies of people who have been like either in an elevator or stepped into a, a train or stepped out of a room and like all of a sudden there's a burst of lightning and then they're in this like weird temple place with an old person and then lightning and then they're back to wherever they were like nothing happened before um so we learn that the wizard shazam has been trying to find a successor the new champion to take over because he's imprisoned black adam and he knows that if once Black Adam gets out, he's not strong enough to fight him. So he needs a new champion in case that happens to be there to defend the Rock of Eternity and to defend the world, basically, because he knows Black Adam is fucking crazy. <laughs> so the Wizard's trying to find this person, and Dr. Savannah's listening to all these testimonials of how people have been in this situation, and he fully believes that magic is real it exists and he he doesn't believe in science anymore because he feels like it's failed him his family's sick and science hasn't been able to help so he thinks that magic is the only solution so he's on this quest to find black adam basically because he's he's read the the ancient stories of this guy black adam and he believes that he exists he's just somewhere he just has to find him and all this other stuff so we got billy batson and he, you know, he's a troublemaking kid and he gets into fights and he gets suspended from schools and, and all this other stuff. So these bullies was picking on his brother. He beat up these bullies. The dad of the bullies is also a big ass bully. He threatened Billy Batson. And then he was like, yeah, I'm his, his stepbrother or his foster brother was like, I know where those guys live. Do you want to go fuck with them? And Billy's like, all right, cool, let's do it. And he goes, <laughs> they basically go to try to, like, not steal his car, but just, like, their plan was they were going to break into his car, put it in neutral, and let it just roll down a hill. So that was going to work out well. But didn't work out. Surprise, surprise. The alarm of the car went off. He got chased. Billy Batson ran into the subway. All of a sudden, he was where Shazam was. Shazam, the wizard's like, ah, oh, what the hell is going on? Like, I must really be getting weak because I got a kid this time. Like, why is there a kid here? What's, what is this? And he's like, well, you know what? Fine, I'll test you too. So the whole time the wizard is looking for someone who is purely good, who is just pure good. They're, they're just a purely good person, right? Which kind of relates back to right. the original story. And, but the... The opposite happens in this one. He he looks he does that by looking at people's lives and like the decisions they've made and the choices they've made and the things they've done and just seeing if they've been a good person or if they've been a bad person. And he looks at Billy Batson's life and he sees that he's this troublemaking, rotten kid and he's like, No, you're 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 terrible. Like, not only you're a kid, <laughs> but like you're the worst kid. Like, look at you. Like, look at all the shit you've done. And he tells Shazam, like you're looking for somebody that's purely good. Like you'll never find that person. Like 
people aren't truly good. They just don't exist. The purely good people get ran over and take advantage of and they disappear. So what you're looking for probably doesn't even exist. So I'm going to tell you right now, you're wasting your time. And the wizard's like, oh, shit. Maybe why didn't I think of that? Yeah, maybe you're right. He's like, so maybe I need to stop looking for someone who's just purely good and look for someone who has he he just he said the embers of good, right? That could turn into a flame of goodness, I guess. Um so he's like, let me reevaluate you and he looks at all the small good things that Billy Batson has done versus like the big jackass things he's done <laughs> and he's like okay yeah no you you've got the embers like i see it like you have some good in you and black adam is out now he's been he's not in prison anymore because dr savannah found his his um tomb or his imprisonment his cell whatever you want to call it and he he senses it and he's like yeah i don't have much time left so i gotta choose a new champion and you're the one here, homie, and you seem to have some good in you, so fuck it. Let's go. Shazam. Say it. Say it. Say it, Billy. Say it. Shazam! Then, yeah, go Shazam, and then it's like, cool, now he's Shazam. So, yeah. And then, yeah, like, we see some of the same antics in the in the trailer that we see that was in the comic. Like, they go to a convenience store, they, they go to try to buy some beer and a bunch of junk food and they testing his powers and trying to see like if he can fly and how strong he is and all this other kind of stuff and yeah so yeah it seems like it's going to be very similar to the new 52 version it it does shed a, a bit of light on that dr savannah guy which is good like why he has that scar on his eye did they did he have the scar in the old version not in the old version okay so he, he has the scar in the new version because when he was looking for Black Adam, he came. He finally discovered the spot where he believed Black Adam was imprisoned, and he like pries open like this like tomb or whatever. And when he does, a burst of lightning comes out like the magic lightning, and it hits him in the face, and it like scars his one eye. But what that allows, it allows him to see magic. So now like all the the ancient writings and the magic texts and stuff he can see all of that now and not and he can also understand um black adam when he first come out of the tomb because you know he's from like thousands of years ago so he doesn't speak like english <laughs> so he can understand his language and he's like oh yeah. you can understand me it's like yeah I yeah i can so i got a magic eye so yeah, yeah, yeah i got it exactly he's got a magic eye <laughs> but it slowly kills him like it because he uses it, but his body is not used. Like his only his eye has been adjusted. He, like he's been given magic. It's it's like if the wizard gave just Billy Batson like Shazam's magic without giving him that body, right? Right. It's like yeah, I have this magic, but my body can't fucking handle it, so it's just gonna destroy my body. So it's like that. But it's it's interesting because at no point in this one did they show like Dr. Savannah like being able to fly and shoot lightning and have super strength like Shazam so and Black Adam. <clears throat> to my knowledge, he doesn't actually have that power have those powers in the comics. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's just something that uh this movie added because I think they wanted to yeah. be able to have some fight scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But in the comic books, like I was looking at a whole bunch of history and abilities. He never has that. Never, he just okay. has the magic guy, and he's kind of like an evil genius guy. Do you like Lex that? Luthor? Do you with think they should have just fucking used Black Adam? I kind of actually, you know what? I like it just because a Black Adam, as much as I like Black Adam, and they do have to do it eventually. Yeah. It would be like I always talk about, you know. Hero versus a different version of the exact same hero in a movie, like how that kind of gets. But old. that's what it is, though. It, that's what it seems like. It seems like it's still that. No, nah, I feel like this is gonna be different. Do you? I don't know. It seems like it's the same, and I feel like if you're gonna do any, there are certain characters where the hero versus the similar villain is is kind of like it's just tiresome. It's like, ah, eh, we've seen this. It's just another version of you, right? Right. But there are some where it's like, to me, it makes sense and it has a bigger payoff simply because the stories are so intertwined. So to me, if there's if there's one hero on the list of like the villain, it's okay with me that the villain is exactly the same. It's Shazam because the whole idea is that their powers came from the same person. I like the idea of like, here's Black Adam who had been, you know, this being for literally thousands of years. And here's this fucking child who's had these powers for a few days who has to now compete with this dude. And it's like, even though they have the potential of being at the same power level, Black Adam beats the shit out of him because he's just like, you're nothing, right? <laughs> so I don't, I like that, you know, versus like fucking... How they did, you know, made Black Panther and Killmonger have the same abilities when that never really happened in the comic books. Right. You know what I mean? Like Killmonger never took on a Black Panther suit. He never had a vibranium suit or anything like that. So it was kind of like, eh, they just made him the same. But this one, to me, it makes sense. And I feel like it would have worked better versus because now what, what's going to happen is we're going to get Dr. Savannah and he's going to be almost exactly the same as Shazam. And if they do somehow make a second Shazam movie with Black Adam, then it's just exactly the same again versus just doing it once. I mean, maybe this movie will set up just like how the new 52 is. Maybe it's just a setup for our next movie because maybe Dr. Savannah is going to somehow release Black Adam in this movie. I was thinking that too. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe they Well, We already know that this movie was in the works before. Aquaman came out but if I think they should have went the route of Aquaman in the sense of like we're gonna give you every fucking thing right we're gonna give you Ocean Master we're gonna give you Black Manta we're gonna give you fucking giant sea middle of the earth krakens and a giant (laughs) ass fucking sea war between crabs and an alligator sea monster like they they were just like fuck it we're giving like we're going balls to the walls on this we're gonna give you everything everything we got we're not holding any cards you know what i mean here's putting all the cards out on the table versus shazam where i feel like they did this specifically because we know the rock got cast as black adam they said that they were gonna make a black adam solo movie first and then put him in shazam which i think is just stupid they should have just they should have just did it. Like they should have just been like, you know what? No, we we're, we're gonna go all out with this one too. We're we're not gonna hold anything back. We're gonna lay all our cards out on the table. Here's Shazam. Here's his villain. They could have still had Doctor Savannah in the movie. It would have made perfect sense. 
but don't make him the main antagonist. Make Black Adam the main antagonist and just have it. So then that way, if this movie fucking bombs and it fails, then they're not just sitting on this like Black Adam, the Rock is Black Adam contract where they're like, <laughs> what the fuck do we do with this now? Shazam didn't work out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's just what I think. But anyway, we're talking about the comic books. So, yeah, comics. So, give give us a quick rundown of this whole Captain Marvel Shazam debacle. Or at least from what you know. Yeah, all right. So, uh, let's just go over the whole thing real quick. So, we have the whole lawsuit thing with uh, Captain Marvel being too much like Superman. So that one, it went to court. Wait, so who sued who? So DC, which was not called DC yet. It was called something nation. Uh Whatever it was before DC. Was suing the makers of Wiz Comics. um, Because they were saying that Captain Marvel or Shazam was too much like Superman. Um, it went to court and they actually lost the first time because apparently there was a character before Superman that was basically Superman was copy, a copy of some other character. I've heard that before. Um, so then they went in the, uh, to appeal court and then they won. Mm. So when they won, uh, they got, I think at this point it was DC. So then DC won $400,000 from it, which... You know, back in the day, it was kind of a lot of that money. That was a lot, yeah. Nowadays, it's like nothing. Yeah. If you win $400,000 in a lawsuit like that, you didn't win. You just, you pay for your lawyer. Right. Um. So, yeah. So, then uh, they stopped printing, you know, the comic books, Captain Marvel comic books for like a number of years. And then DC decided that uh, they wanted to... Um, start doing some Captain Marvel. They didn't buy him right off the bat. They just got the license for it. Um, and then they ended up buying him off. The issue was, is by the time that they did this, there was a Captain Marvel in the actual Marvel universe that existed already. So for the copyright issues, they couldn't use the actual name Captain Marvel in the comic book title. So, the comic book titles became just Shazam, but in the comic book, he was still called Captain Marvel. Mm. Okay. What's interesting about this is Marvel themselves with their Captain Marvel didn't like make this character right away either. There was another comic book that made a comic called Captain Marvel, and this guy had powers where his limbs would just come off. It was real dumb. After this comic book, Marvel was like, you know what? We should probably take that name. So Shazam wasn't like the reason that Marvel made a Captain Marvel. It was this other third party comic book. And that's what's thrown the whole thing off. Did you follow all that? Yeah. No, that's weird. Yeah, it is. It's very, it's weird. It's interesting. It's, I definitely thought like I knew that Shazam was first and then I thought like, that Marvel made their version and then there was like a whole big issue. But the more I researched that, I mean, there was a, it wasn't Shazam that made Captain Marvel in the Marvel universe happen. Mm. So at one point, at what point did DC stop calling 
him Captain Marvel and started just was like, no, fuck it, we're just gonna oh, it's Shazam, Shazam, yeah, 2011, um, with the new 52. Wow, really? Yeah, that recent? That recent? It wasn't that long ago. Fuck, I thought it was like a long time ago that happened. Nope. Man, that's crazy. Actually, no, you know what? Because now that I think about it. When I got the first Injustice game, which is, you know, like the Mortal Kombat uh, style game that's just like Marvel or DC characters instead of Mortal Kombat characters, Mortal Kombat characters, they still, the first one. I like how you describe that. I feel like most people know what that game is. Yeah, maybe not. You never know. The first one, which I'm going to double check when it came out, but they called them uh, Captain Marvel in that one. And then in the first one, in the second one, they called them Shazam. So. It was kind of weird. You know, before those games, they had a DC versus Mortal Kombat game? Yeah, I know. I had that one, too. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. The mechanics suck now when you go back and play it, but 2013. So in, two, in 2013, really? You said 2011, right? 2011. Maybe the game was in production before then. They were still calling him Captain Marvel. That's crazy. But yeah, so... I didn't realize it was that recent. I thought it was much longer, much. Yeah, yeah, it was, I it was it like eight years ago. That. That's insane. Yeah. That's why people are so like up in arms about like, no, he's really called Captain Marvel. I don't care. It's not Shazam. It's like not even that big of a deal. It's really not though. I don't fucking care. It's yeah. Just, it is what it is. I mean, I guess. Captain Imagine Marvel's, if they did do it though. Like they both made movies called Captain Marvel. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Everybody people, just be confused. Pe- yeah. The. The if you go into theaters, <laughs> you go to theaters and see in the wrong movie. <laughs> I bet the other one. <laughs> I wanted to see the woman one. Where's she at? <laughs> Golly. Oh, so Where's Nick Fury coming on. <laughs> you excited to see Shazam? Uh, I am. You know, this is the this is the thing I want to mention about it. I feel like there's so much to go with it because he is Shazam, but like. If this was just like a no-name character, a movie about a kid that got superpowers, like I think I would be kind of excited for it. I wouldn't be expecting much, but I think that would be an entertaining movie, seeing a kid getting superpowers yeah. as the full man. There's just so much more that goes along with it because, you know, it's a DC movie. It's yeah. a character that's been around since, you know, the 40s. I think, though, that's, still, that's what it still has going for it, right? Despite the fact that it's a DC movie. Despite the fact that this character's been around for so long, still many people don't know of him, and they especially don't know that he's actually a kid who can transform into basically a demigod, right? Right. So I think that has it going for it in the sense of like, if a 15-year-old, if a wizard gave a 15-year-old <laughs> the power to become a fucking god, like, how would they act? You know what I mean? So like, you can kind of put yourself in the shoes of like, huh, when I was fucking 15... If I got superpowers all of a sudden, if I could say one word and turn into a giant man who can shoot lightning bolts and fly, like, how would I act? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's what this movie really has going for it, because that's that's an interesting premise. It really is. We haven't seen anything like that in any superhero movie so far. I mean, the closest thing we have to it is Spider-Man. He's like a teenager with powers. But even still, he's still a teenager at the end of the day. You know, like he he doesn't transform into like an adult. Like he's he's still just like yeah. a normal kid. This kid is like ah with with a word like I can fucking do anything basically, and I'm a tank sized man. 
So <laughs> what do you would and then he tr- goes back to being a normal boy versus like Peter Parker who is like he can't turn his powers on and off. He's always Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Right. So it's kind of like that duality, but this one's kind of more of like more of a contrast in that duality in the sense of like I can be normal or I can be a god. What do I do, you know? Yeah. So I, I think that's understand. honestly that's one of the things that's super cool about his powers is the fact that you can turn it on and off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like going off your Spider-Man Peter Parker, like when Peter Parker wants to go just play basketball with like his buddies, like he's got to hold back. Yeah. Cuz he can't turn off his abilities like Yeah. And they they said it and he he mentioned something like that in uh Civil War when he got introduced in the cinematic universe. And I'm sure he says stuff like this a number of times in the comic books, but most people will know it from the movie where Tony Stark asks him like, you know, like, why don't you go play basketball or, or whatever, or football. And he says like, yeah, I, you know, I, I'd love to, but I couldn't then. So why should I be able to now? Like I'm still the same person. Yeah. And he's like, he realizes that like no one will become that great overnight. So it's like, if he couldn't play basketball before, there's no reason why he should play it now just because he has these powers, you know? Yeah. Versus like Billy Batson who's like, no, I can still just be a normal kid. And then, boom, I can be Shazam. So, yeah. There's even one point in the New 52 comic book where, because, um, you know, him and Black Adam can sense each other because they're tethered because they got their powers from the same person. And Black Adam's looking for him. And well, they're fighting and he's getting the shit beat out of him. And he's just like, oh, shit, like, I got to get out of here. So he turns back into Billy Batson and he blends in with the crowd and Black Adam can't find him because his powers are turned off. He's like, I can't sense him anymore. I don't know where he is. And he just kind of runs away. And now he's like, I don't I don't want to turn back. Like, (laughs) if I turn back, he'll find me. I don't want to do that. So he doesn't. So, yeah, that aspect of it is pretty interesting. It's like, oh wow, I didn't think that he could do that, but yeah, he can. So yeah, I'm I don't know. I'm I'm excited for the movie. Freddy, the the cripple kid in the comic books, is way different of a character than I thought he would be. I, this is the last thing I'm gonna say about this. Um but in the comics he's like this like fucking hustler kid. He like pickpockets people and he like he's at school. He you ever seen the Shawshank Redemption? Yes. Okay, so you know Morgan Freeman's character? Yeah. How he's like the guy who can get anything? Freddy in the comic books used that exact same analogy about himself. His, <laughs> and his name is Freddy Freeman. And he's like, you know like how Morgan Freeman can get anything? He's like, well, think of me as the Morgan Freeman of this high school. But instead, my name is Freddy Freeman. So <laughs> I can get you whatever you need. You need... You need test answers, I got you. You need doctor notes, I got you. And he's like hustling kids for all of this stuff. You know, he's like fucking selling fake doctor's notes and test scores and shit. And it's like, what's going on here? (laughs) Like, I thought you were supposed to be like the sympathetic, you know, like everybody's supposed to feel bad for you kind of crippled kid. But he's like, nah, nah, I'm a hustler, baby. (laughs) I just want you to know. So that that was that was interesting. So I'm I'm curious to see if he'll be the same way in the movie. It it kind of seems like he might because he he made that joke about how he's like you know oh I'm a crippled kid, a crippled orphan, blah blah blah. He's like nah, I'm just kidding, I'm just fucking with you, yeah, kind of thing. So he might have that same kind of attitude of like 
No, I don't feel sorry for myself. You shouldn't feel sorry for me either. Like, I get around just fine. Don't even don't even worry about it. So I don't know. I hope they go that route. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, which makes me a little more excited for the movie because I'm like, oh, I want to see this character. You know, I want to see what he's like. Also, I really want him to have a pet tiger. I don't think he will in this movie. He probably won't. But for anybody who doesn't know, Captain Marvel has had a pet tiger in the comic books called Tawny. T-A-W-N-Y. Tawny? I think that's how you said. Yeah. Yeah, he's had a pet tiger, which is pretty fucking cool. So, make that shit happen. That would be like the second movie, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll see like a tire cub in the background of one scene. It'll be maybe. like a little Easter egg. That'd be cool, though. That yeah. would be cool. All right, anything else? No, I think that's, that's, that's a wrap. it. All right, cool. Let's um, let's talk about where they reach us. So you talk about that because that's what you do. Yeah, well, I feel like we have to have some type of close call, though. Do we? We All have right. to. It's our whole thing. It's that's in the true. name. I feel maybe we did have one. I feel like the the James Gunn thing was probably a close James call. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just call that the close call. Well, all right, that's fair. We did it in the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Uh, they can reach us at close calls pod. Boom. Uh, they can do it on Instagram. They oh. can do it on Facebook. They can it. do it on Twitter. They can Bet write us an email through Gmail. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, I guess. Right. Yep. Why do I feel like that was so much quicker than it normally is? <laughs> I usually follow up with something, don't I? You do. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want Shazam to have a pet tiger in this first movie? Raise your hand if yes. I'm raising my hand. I guess I'm raising my hand. There too. we go. Pet tiger it is. Let us know what you think. Or let us know if you're excited about the movie. Did you like the decision of hiring James Gunn back? Anything we talked about in this episode, whatever you want to say, Do you literally think it was at possible? this point, whatever you want to say, just say it. We'll talk about it. Do you think it's possible that Hawkeye got a tattoo in six days? I don't think it is. Let us know what you think about this tattoo. <laughs> but anyway, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.